Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Hey, I hope that everyone had an incredibly relaxing weekend, that you're well rested, and that you have started your week off with a bang. It is time to get things in gear. I am Caleb Graham, and you're joining The Mix. Once hurricane, now tropical storm Harvey has and is continuing to wreak havoc on the state of Texas. Some areas have experienced up to an inch of rain an hour. The rainfall total for the city of Houston alone will surpass their normal rainfall totals that the city gets in an entire year. The Red Cross, National Guard, FEMA, Cajun Navy, and many other groups individuals and volunteers are on hand to provide search and rescue of victims of floodwaters as well as bring supplies to those stranded in shelters. Local officials are asking anyone, anyone with a boat that can provide assistance with search and rescue to please do so. The words unprecedented, catastrophic, devastating, and historic have been used to describe this particular natural disaster, what we're now knowing as Tropical Storm Harvey. If you're interested in donating to relief efforts for those affected by Tropical Storm Harvey, please visit the Red Cross website at www.redcross.org. A bit of breaking news uh, to give to you. The entire Texas National Guard has been activated to help with the relief efforts uh, in Southeast Texas. Um, also, President Trump has issued a state of emergency not only for the state of Texas, but also for the state of Louisiana as Tropical Storm Harvey uh, continues to move into that area as well. Also, we are also learning from reports that North Korea has fired a missile, an unidentified missile, uh, from their peninsula. It has been reported both by South Korea and Japan as well. The missile has flown over Japan, and that's really all that we have right now. I'm going to keep an eye on that one and um, talk about it as I learn more. With Tropical Storm Harvey being the first natural disaster he has dealt with as president, Donald Trump will no doubt be in line for criticism for how he handles the situation. So far, Mr. Trump has tweeted updates when he is briefed and applauded the efforts made by local officials to keep the people of Texas safe. In a tweet from his account at Real Donald Trump, he said, and I quote, Wonderful coordination between federal, state, and local governments in the great state of Texas. Teamwork, in all caps with an exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. Uh, Record-setting rainfall, that's the end of the quote. Now, President Donald Trump and First Lady Melania Trump will visit Texas on Tuesday to get a first-hand look at the damage and the efforts being made to assist those in need. One of the most incredible things to me thus far that I've seen is the footage of the search and rescue operations that happen on live television. There have been so many from so many different networks you see these reporters that are out in the field on site reporting on what they're seeing and reporting on the flood water, the damages and, and such. And then you see in most of these areas where they are, you see all these boats. Most of them are people who it's their own boats, it's their own personal watercraft that they're using to go into these neighborhoods and help rescue people. 
there was one in particular that happened early yesterday morning and this story has circulated the internet quite a bit from what I've seen um, and it was from the station KHOU News um, which is a local CBS affiliate in Houston their reporter Brandy Smith was reporting live from a bridged area um, in Houston while she was reporting live, the studio, the KHOU studio, began to flood, and they eventually were forced to evacuate, and they had to go off the air. So she was put on the air um, by herself while they were evacuating their studio, and when it was cut to her, she was on for probably a good 20 or 30 minutes before they lost their air signal. And during that time, we see her, and these videos are everywhere, I'm going to retweet it actually so that you can see. But you see her find over the on the other side of the bridge there was an 18-wheeler truck that had gotten stuck in the water it was probably about 10 feet of water and then her cameraman panned over to the other side and you could see that the bridge near them the clearance on that bridge was about 16.9 feet and the water was almost all the way to the bottom of it so that was probably about 16 feet of water and then just a little bit further back you had this man trapped in his truck and she was basically on the bridge all by herself and then a sheriff uh, started approaching with a boat tied to the back of their vehicle and she chased them down flagged them down made them aware of this man and then over the course of the video you see them get their boat into the water which it seems like it takes forever um, <clears throat> but they finally get down to where he was and were able to rescue him out of his truck instead of drowning and something interesting that I learned this morning was that same spot there was a driver who had driven into some water about a year ago during a flood in that area and he was he drowned he did not make it out so it's very nice to to know that this this man was able to get out and that the authorities were there and it all worked out very well hopefully we see more stories like that because it really was incredible to watch and I will post that video over on my website later on which is calebgramtv.com if you have not been there and we'll be right back So today, I am so happy to have Matt back on for us to talk a little bit about Star Wars. Welcome back, Matt. Thank you. Okay, so uh, was it last week? I guess let's look at my calendar. Uh, almost two weeks ago now, um, a little over a week ago, we got some breaking news about Star Wars. One, that Obi-Wan Kenobi might be getting his own movie. Um, now, Disney and Lucasfilm has not officially announced anything yet, but... Um, the Hollywood Reporter reported like that. The Hollywood Reporter reported that um, Stephen Daldy is the one who might be in talks to create this film. Now he did he directed Billy Elliot the movie. The movie. He directed The Hours. He also directed a couple of episodes of uh, one of our favorite shows, The Crown, on Netflix. Oh really? Mm-hmm. He did, he did. So, um, the only other thing really that we know is that there's no script. There's just early talks. So, the big question I think everybody has is if this happens, will Ewan McGregor play Obi-Wan Kenobi? What do you think about that? I think if it's going to be done, he needs to. Um, I don't personally see the point in an Obi-Wan movie. 
But I don't see the point in the Han Solo movie either. Well, if so. we did Obi-Wan, it might get you away from the Empire, potentially. If it's just about him, and depending on where they place it. Maybe. You know, if it, I see, I hope what I would pref, what I would love if they do this is to have it go into the time period in between episode three and four, like almost all the films are doing, you mm-hmm. know, um, and have him on Tatooine and see kind of what if he like is ever looking over Luke or anything. Because like, I I just think of in terms of Ewan McGregor, he's at the perfect age to play that age of Obi-Wan during that time period. You that's know what true. I mean? Yeah, that's true. So, because Alec Guinness was, you know, a little old when <clears throat> A New Hope came out. So, mm-hmm. anyway, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I think that it could be a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather, I personally, where we are, I'd rather see um, stories being told about the time between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Yeah. Because that's where we are now, and I'm more curious about all the characters that we don't really know yet. Right. You know, I don't really care about the backstory of Han Solo or Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> you know, I've, to me, we've seen all that we need to see of those characters. Let's throw some new ones our way. And I know that we have The Last Jedi, and we have other movies that are new and are going to be introducing new things. Mm-hmm. And the point of these story movies... Uh, is to kind of fill holes. Forces and of Destiny is kind of doing that too. A little yeah, bit. but like, but not I don't know. Like, well, speaking of filling in between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, we do have some stuff coming out. Fortunately, unfortunately, it's not in the form of a film. But on Force Friday 2, which is going to be on September 1st, uh, it's an event where they're going to release a whole bunch of new merchandise and books. We have the book that's coming out by, is, I think it's Claudia Gray, um, called Phasma. And StarWars.com just released an excerpt from it um, a few days ago, and it was pretty pretty good. We already learned that she is from another planet called Parnassos. 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 Something like that. Paranoia. Um, <laughs> um, and in that excerpt, we see her first encounter with who turns out to be General Hux, I think. I think it's his father. Is it his father? I think it's his father. He, he is a Hux. What did you yeah. think about that excerpt? I think it sounds really familiar. If you read it, it's very much kind of the same setup we were given. And this is just from the excerpt. This might not mm-hmm. end up being true, but I found it to be very similar to, you know, Ray on Jakku being having really no family and scraping, you know, the desert to survive. Right. It was very much like that. It was it's a told, very desolate planet. Yeah. Like they have nothing. It, it describes them seeing. Um, this spaceship crashing and they see it falling from the sky and all these people are like running to take whatever they can get out of it to live off of. Which is exactly what we saw in The Force Awakens on Jakku. Right. And the one way that I would be okay with that is if this leads to Phasma being Rey's mother. I think that she is. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, we got 10 seconds. Where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, Matt underscore Ridge. Alright. That's it for Star Wars Talk today. We'll be right back. In case you forgot, you're listening to The Mix. Uh, Last week, I asked the question uh, of my Anchor listeners, what is one of your favorite television shows? And here's what Simon had to say. Blimey! You're not asking for much today, are you? 
Three questions, is that? Three questions. I shall be asking for a cheque to arrive in the post to England for me. Favourite TV programme? There are far, 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 far too many, I'm afraid. Oh, there isn't one. I'll give you my favourite film, though. The Italian Job with Michael Caine. I think it was 1967 or 1968. I wasn't born, but I've watched it about 500 times. Thanks for the call in, Simon. And we'll be right back in just a second. You're listening to The Mix. I just want to say a quick word before I wrap it up for today that um, all of my thoughts and prayers are going out to all of the people affected uh, so far over in Texas by Tropical Storm Harvey. I can't imagine what all of you are going through and I just hope and pray that you can get to safety soon and start rebuilding your lives and that it will not be as difficult as it seems. If you would like to join into the mix, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Caleb Graham. I have a brand new Facebook page that I have updated over at Caleb Graham TV on Facebook. So go to facebook.com slash Caleb Graham TV. And then you can always hear me right on Anchor, anchor.fm slash Caleb Graham. And all the stuff we talked about, as well as anything that you would like to know as far as getting in touch with me, is at my website, calebgramtv.com. I love having people to talk to, so please call in over on Anchor, give me your thoughts and your feedback, and let's start a conversation. Thanks again to Matt Ridge for joining me today, and thank you for watching and for listening. And until next time, add something new to the mix. See ya.